Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. This is Commissioner Humphreys, and tonight I'm hanging out with Colin, the birthday boy, Bernier. Welcome in. Thank you. Yeah, going well, on. Happy birthday! A couple days ago. Appreciate it. Happy birthday to uh, Thomas. We had a good weekend. Mm-hmm. To Thomas as well. Happy birthday, to both of you. Yeah, um, we haven't talked since the big day, draft day. And what a day it was! It was crazi. First of all, I, my I would say Wi-Fi is terrible. Big shout out to uh, Mike and Chewy for the competition. Little run there. Yeah, it it turned out well. They both competed hard, and I mean, Mike, Chewy's an uh, athlete. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Chewy won. He was Mike cooking. lost. Mike like Mike was the yeah. uh, loser for last season. But lucky for him, last season is over. That was the official bow on the top of the 2022 fantasy season and that's all we're going to say about it we we're moving on so lucky for mike i think he would have beat me they both look good out there they were fit they would uh they would have beat me (laughs) but they didn't beat me you're right new season exciting draft yes thank you for hosting us nick that draft party was sweet yeah you're welcome uh it was it was okay it wasn't the most successful or smoothest running draft party I've ever had, but got the job done. Um, I don't know how I personally feel about my draft. I'm not super excited about my team. I have but, noticed uh, been uh, making some moves pretty quick. Yeah, I've been making some moves. I don't know if it, I. To me, it, it was. It's more like. Uh, just like additional moves. Although I did drop Ezekiel Elliott, so maybe some people maybe might call that a panic move. Yeah. But no, I just think it's like, uh, basically, I mean, we can talk about it. Basically, my thought process was we have a lot of time till the season actually starts, and I actually need to narrow down my roster. So I'm just going to store as many people down there as I can right now and then make the decision you know, right before the season starts and I have to. So that's my thought process on it. Yeah. I maybe, maybe don't like my draft and uh, maybe, uh, and it's like, I'm basically obsessed with like fantasy anyways. It's just like, I just want to like do something and I'm like looking at players all day long or whatever. And it's just like, uh, yeah, yeah, you're not the only one that's made moves. moves. Also, I've been looking. It's yeah. just trying to stay confident in my draft. Yeah, that's the same with me. It's like, and I don't want to project to the league that I'm feeling nervous. Although, I mean, obviously I'm on this podcast and I just said like, you know. Well, I'd just like to get under your skin a little bit. Yeah, I know. I well, and we're talking you about You must it, be so freaking just... out. You did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You called me the other day. Dude, are you scared? I'm like, yeah. what am I scared? Like, I, I, my phone, phone's blowing up. I do <laughs> like the alerts that are going on, though, for the moves. Yeah, that's new this season. How? Well, I think maybe if you just turned off like the ESPN notifications, it wouldn't pop up. But there's no, like I a love- live feed that you can put messages into in the app. And it, when anybody adds or drops a player or does anything like that, it shows up live in the feed and gives everybody notification. I love it. Whereas last year I could add and drop players and people would just like miss it because it doesn't give you like, it doesn't uh, push a notification. Oh, so you you don't like it. You're trying to be a little sneaky. Well, it's just, well, you, do you like people knowing exactly yeah. who you're dropping? Check out my move. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I'm trying to hide. I got good moves going. Not necessarily hiding, but it's. It... <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I know what you mean. Anyways. Definitely, yeah. it, there's definitely a benefit sometimes to, trying to do like a sneaky drop pick yeah yeah but it, it's good keeps me on the app i think it's better for the league as a whole maybe not as good for like me personally able to sneak around anymore <laughs> if that makes sense okay yeah uh new name sneaky humphreys <laughs> yeah yeah so anyways uh how are you feeling about your team just general coming out of it thinking i i mean I don't think I'll ever be satisfied after a draft. Sure. 
I'm trying to be positive, but you know, looking back at the team or some things. Well, you I'm, have the number one projection right now, which I don't like. Feel that bad? Yeah, you can't I, hate I that. that happen because I, yeah, I don't know, but I think that's just based off week one, right? It's. I don't. I honestly don't know. We we talked back and forth about this all last season. I'm. Yeah. I was honestly thinking we should try to like focus less on those uh final standing projections this season and obviously then all of a sudden i just bring it up like first thing on this podcast so it's that well to be honest i mean that's a little brain you know you feel good getting ranked number one right yeah it makes you you feel good or it makes you feel bad yeah because i'm looking at my first round matchup i'm like dude my team is not yeah great yeah but i can get into specifics we should go over the uh the draft i think it was I think it was a good draft. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Very Who, uh, Do you have a favorite player on your team? Uh, not, no. I would say the one I'm most excited about, which is going to be controversial here. Lamar. Okay. Okay. Ever, I, I definitely know people that, you know, there's got to be some whispers sure. out there. Like, what a stupid pick. But yeah. Yeah. Lamar. I think if, I mean, I have a couple big names, Josh Allen and Christian McCaffrey. But uh, the person I'm most excited to have on my team, and like, I think it's it's Chris Olave. I really have like high hopes for him this season. I really think he's going to be good, and I was just really excited when I drafted him. You know, we should do a side bet right now because oh, I think Olave and Pickett, those are going to be two Pickens. Breakout. Pickens, I mean, yeah, two breakouts. Second year receivers. They got a lot of talent. Yeah, I know. Yeah, maybe we could work up a little side bet, see what happens. But uh, so basically, before we, I have an injury report uh, yeah. written up here. But before we get into it, we had talked about how drafting a little bit earlier in the offseason can affect things. Uh, because there's, you know, players still have to play preseason games. They still have to go through a couple more weeks of camp, which is tough for guys. And injuries happen. And so we're already dealing with, we just had our draft. And like a day later, two days later, a few days later, there are guys, significant fantasy names that are now showing up on the injury report. And it's like, you know, we'll just, we'll just say the first one. The big news from today, Jerry Judy got carted off the field today at practice. Came up grabbing his hamstring. I don't, early reports say he'll be okay. Probably expected to miss a few weeks. And that's, it just happened today. So we don't have a real good grasp of what it is. What, but, how still, long. but still, I mean, it's yeah. like, dude. So if we were to draft, you know, in a few days, which like on Sunday, instead of last Sunday, Jerry Judy's probably going to drop a few spots. Like, you know, oh, I don't know where he went in the draft. Completely alter the entire draft. Right. I mean, it changes things. So that's why, you know, we were just having that discussion. I think it's interesting just to point out, like, this is exactly what we were talking about. Yeah. He, I drafting. mean, Judy got picked. And you know what's pretty tough? Uh, it was Lucas's team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I knew that, too. I think we drafted him 40th. See, I mean... I was I would have drafted Jerry Judy. Like I think he was Me a good too. pick. Dude, I love pretty, that. Pick. Pretty highly drafted this season and unfortunately it's it's on team Lucas which sucks for him. I mean he was It's Lucas's team riddled with injuries. Yeah. Is he is Lucas injury prone? Well, he's got he's a got couple of shoulder things going on personally. Yeah. yeah. Rotator cuffs. <laughs> uh anyways, it's just something to think about like next season we should just, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. We make do, but just remember this for next season. You know okay. I mean? So that you named one person. Do you have more people on that report? On the injury report? Oh, it's a big, it's a long one. Let's go. Uh, Jerry Judy was the first one. DJ Chark uh, came off the field yesterday with a hamstring injury. At this point, from what I can see, it's not being considered serious. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, who is also pretty 
uh, big fantasy name. He's the rookie receiver for Seattle. He is getting surgery on his – if he hasn't got it already, he's getting surgery on a broken wrist. He's expected to miss a few weeks at the start of the season. Okay. That's like another guy. I wanted to draft him. I think yeah. Matt maybe picked him up. but And I think Ungi has Shark. Yeah, he does. Uh, Miles Sanders, who I have, he is actually back to practice. He was dealing with a groin injury. He had the. He still has a questionable tag, but signs are looking good. Yeah, Gordon everything Ad- I heard, he's positive. I think he's going to be um, okay. It just sucks that. <laughs> yeah, as the as his fantasy manager, it sucks to have him going into the season banged up. But yeah, I'm I'm thinking he'll be fine. Like all signs are pointing towards he's going to start in week one. So yeah. Uh, Jordan Addison, another rookie receiver. Um, he just came off concussion protocol. He's back to practice. Signs are looking good for him. Is that the uh, Minnesota guy? That's the rookie receiver for Minnesota. And I got another – actually, I got two more Minnesota guys on this list. Alexander Madison is currently marked as questionable after suffering a lower body injury at practice on Tuesday. This is another one. I mean, he was like – He's a uh, one of the starting better starting running backs in fantasy, I would say. Like he probably went in like the fifth or sixth round, and uh, this you know happens on Tuesday at practice. It's like you know, yep. it's just tough to see. You hate to see that the, right after you the draft. Chewies have him at, and I thought they got a steal. They picked him at forty nine. Yeah, and now again, yeah. I don't want to make too much of it, but it just is like to see it after you draft him. It just always sucks. I mean, and that offense is going to score. Like, yeah, I, I would be very excited about him. But what what does it even mean? Lower body injury? Yeah, I didn't get any Probably details fine. on it. it That's just what I group. saw. Okay, right. It, uh, I'm assuming it's nothing serious at this point. I mean, it wasn't like they didn't give any really no serious reports. <laughs> uh, the third Minnesota guy, T.J. Hawkinson, who got traded over there last season. Uh, he's now dealing with a some sort of back injury and mm-hmm. he had just got back on the field after missing a bunch of practice with an ear infection that apparently was thrown off his equilibrium that is interesting yeah so <laughs> he's out for dizziness well i guess that's legit if you're like a if you're like a high level athlete and you can't your balance is off i guess that makes sense right just weird. I haven't but, really heard. Yeah. So I'm not sure what, you know, what's going to happen with him. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is believed uh, to be available for the season opener. He's been dealing with an ankle injury. Jalen Waddle is currently marked as questionable with an abdominal strain. I don't think like either of those are serious. I don't think any of these are serious. To be honest, maybe this most serious one is like Smith and Jigba. He's getting surgery. Uh, Terry McLaurin is believed to be dealing with a toe sprain, although I've seen reports that are calling it turf toe. Either way, being treated as a minor injury. And then finally, the big name, Cooper Cup. Reports are positive today. He's expected to be ready to return for week one. He's been dealing with a hamstring injury this summer. Which, you know, I would bring up, you said these are all pretty much minor for the most part. However, that did impact his Cooper Cup status impacted my draft decision. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes it it totally makes sense because he was injured last season and he's just I wouldn't say he's old, but he's getting older. He's not like you know, in the first half of his career anymore. So it's just something to think about. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, I'm sure he'll be completely fine, but in the back of your mind, you're like questionable. Like how serious actually Uh, dude, neither of us drafted him. I'm sure he'll be MVP this season. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So on a slightly different note, but similar to the injury report, there are contract talks, a lot of contract talks going on this off season. Um, more than just in the fantasy realm, 
lot of like defensive defensive guys and um offensive linemen that we we aren't really concerned with but there are three guys I wanted to touch on that have to do with the contract talks one we we just discussed TJ Hawkinson so he's got these weird injuries the ear infection now he's got some sort of nondescript back injury and there are rumors that he's kind of holding out uh trying to get a contract pushed through basically the last thing i read is they're not even close right so yeah i personally like this i have jordan addison on my team he's their rookie receiver he's he's moving into uh the uh oh my gosh, I can't remember his name. Their number two receiver from last year. He got traded to another team. Can't remember his name. Adam Thielen. He's moving into the Adam Thielen role, who got a ton of work last year. And he, you know, if uh Hawkinson isn't on the field, that just means more balls go to Addison. So I'm I wouldn't I would, mind if he doesn't sign with it, them. But it seems just like speculation wise, you would think. If all the reports are saying he's not close and then he's got an ear infection. And it like just a- doesn't make sense to me. They traded like actual draft stock to, to bring him to the team last year. And what they, they just thought we'll bring him for one year. And then we, we're not even going to discuss paying him. Like what? I don't understand. Well, I think he's looking for like a historic more. big money contract. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Anyways, he's uh up in the air at this point Jonathan Taylor this is one of the I mean this is one of the bigger stories of the offseason he was granted permission the other day by the Colts to seek a trade Uh, he's been going through contract negotiations through the whole offseason and it has really become sour for them him and the owner of the Colts are like really butting heads. So it's a scary one. Like not just the contract thing, but the way he's interacting with like the front office and the owner is he obviously doesn't want to be there. No, they don't want to pay him, but they're saying, all right, fine. You can seek a trade, but we want a number one pick a first round pick or, you know, comparable compensation for you. So I don't know if, teams are really going to trade for him. Like, what's going to happen? I mean, but, I mean if you're sh- the Shoeys, you're a little nervous right now. I'm pretty sure they got him. And really? he's at least going to – yeah, I think he's at least going to miss time. Right. Well, there's another aspect of this. Apparently, it's something to do with the Players Association and whatever uh, agreement they agreed to in order for – in order for – a year to count on a player's contract. They have to play a certain number of games. I believe it's eight games in a season or six games, maybe in a season. So they're talking about like, Oh, Jonathan Taylor might come back, play six games and then not play the rest of the season because that's the way he would get his money. And and that's essentially the only power he has to stick it to the organization at this point. I guess you're right. I'm just reading a thing. It says, only six teams called about him. I, Two I offs, think man. that's more than I expected. But that, think I of, mean, he, if you think about his talent compared oh yeah. to his interest, well, it's weird. yeah, so because they'd have to, they'd have to offer trade, like capital to get him, yep. trade picks or whatever, and then they'd have to sign a, a big contract that he wants. So those are our teams really going to do that. Plus now it's late in the off season. These teams are narrowing down their, you know, rosters already. And it's just like what well, they're going to bring him in late, get him like a, a couple practices. I don't know. It does. It's, it's not ideal. I would be a little bit worried about Jonathan Taylor, but who knows? It could, it, who knows? It could, it could come down to game time and he's like, fuck it. I'm just going to play. Yeah, and it's like you know what? Why would we even talk about it the whole off season? That's kind of how I'm feeling with the next guy, Josh Jacobs. It's very similar to the Jonathan Taylor situation, except he doesn't seem to to 
hate the organization and the owner. <laughs> like, yeah. <Dylan> really <laughs> I don't know if it's that similar. I, I'm pretty sure he's going to be fine. I mean, he might be out for like a little bit. Well, he he's the only, I should say, it's similar in that they're both holding out to get contracts signed, right. like contracts negotiated. Uh, what I've been reading about Josh Jacobs is it's just a matter of time before he comes back. But again, I've heard in the Josh Jacobs story that he might come back, play his six or eight games, and then say, fuck you to the organization and just stop playing the rest of the season. That would suck. That would suck. I mean, I don't, I think everything's positive. He's supposed to report before yeah. the season opener. I think right. something's going on, but that that would suck. I Basically, it's like it's scary until he shows up. Right. So there's pretty much nothing you can do about it at this point. You already drafted him. Whoever drafted Taylor and Jacobs. And I got now you. it's a waiting game. <laughs> you did? Yeah. I did not know that. But like, honestly, we we're saying it's scary right now. As soon as he shows up, what a fucking pick you have. Yeah. Well, and like, that's the thing. And there's been no like interest in trading from the organization. Like they're not. Yeah. They said they don't want to trade him. Right. So that's a little different than that's good. I think. Yeah. I think Taylor or I think Josh Jacobs is like so much close. The Jonathan Taylor situation is not good. Not good at all. At least Josh Jacobs, I think. Even though they might suck, if he if he plays, he's going to get so much volume. Jacobs. Yeah. It's going to be just like last year. Right. The offense is going to go through him. But scary. It's scary until he shows up. So we'll keep you guys updated on that. Uh, okay. How about we hit this draft recap? Hell yeah. It was, it was interesting. It was an interesting draft. I, I don't know what to think about it from a personal think- standpoint. Well, I I was looking through all the teams, and there's not one that's like stick. I think we're all even. Yeah, I've been trying to find a team where I'm like, oh man, this team is gonna dominate, or like, oh man, this is the team I would rather have. It's like I look at all of them, I'm like, yeah, no, I like that, and then I look at the next one, it's like, yeah, yeah it's kind of just like, the same, like everyone right? can beat everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's start. We'll just go round one. Which the Shoeys let it off, right? Shoeys let it off. Justin Jefferson. Good pick. Good pick. Right on uh, schedule. We all expected it. And then Matt, number two. Swerve. Patrick Mahomes, number two overall to Matt. (laughs) Whoa. Unexpected. And that put me, I'll be honest, that put me in a real bind. Why? I did not want to make the decision between Christian McCaffrey and Jamar Chase. I obviously I picked. Oh come on, that's a good. Oh, so you weren't even considering Eckler? No. Okay. Which, which I mean, I guess I was like maybe like two percent Eckler, you know, okay. like. But so just to confirm, you picked. McCaffrey. I picked McCaffrey. Yeah, at number three. But I was really thrown off. I'll be completely honest. I was thrown off by Matt's pick. I I I thought it was going to happen with Mahomes at some point in the first round. I truly thought he was going to oh. get down to nine and 10 and get picked somewhere down there. But uh, Thomas picked Austin Eckler at four. So we went receiver quarterback, running back, running back. Then Jamar chase comes off to the pit possums at five. Tyree kill falls to Colin at six. Were you happy about that? Oh yeah. That was a good pick. Yep. Well, you know, it remains to be seen because I did have Cooper cup last year. And I made I, the, when me and Tyler were driving up to Cleveland for the Indians game, we were trying to do a little mock draft like in our head. And I kept mocking Cooper Cup getting to you. And I was like, dude, fuck that. If Colin gets Cooper Cup again, I can see him just Yeah. yeah. But I have to I have to be honest, I think Terry Kill probably the the right pick there. I well, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're just, it's all. So then I picked Hill at six, and then Dylan, right? Got Dylan Cup. grabbed Cooper Cup just after at seven. 
Blake got Bijan at eight. Interesting. I think a lot of people agree with that pick. We, me and you, we weren't 100% sure about it. I think it's one of the biggest upside picks for sure. Upside. Oh, yeah. Eight. You know, he could be an absolute top. It's just a very much an unknown. Like, I don't think he has a low floor. It's just a big question mark at this point. Which I like to comment. Lucas, Travis Kelsey with number nine pick. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's very much a Lucas pick. I think I was mocking Travis Kelsey to Luke, to be honest. Uh, I just think down there at the bottom of the first round, Travis Kelsey is a great pick. He's just going to be a pillar on Luke's team. Like, yep. you know. And and I've got made fun of for picking Kelsey too early before. And it's always yeah, worked. I think after last year, it really changed my mind. It really and, changed and my mind. So that was at nine. And then go if you go down 10, 11, 12 and compare those guys, that's a good pick. I, I agree. Derrick Henry went 10 to Mike. Crazy. Still great. I mean, that's a steal. I mean, yeah. Uh, Nick Chubb, 11 to Tyler. He was hoping to get Nick Chubb. And then Ungi finished out the first round with Devontae Adams at 12. That was, uh, I think that was a, a more of a ceremonial pick for Ungi because I personally believe that Saquon Barkley, who he took the first pick of the second round, probably should have been his first round pick. You know, just like it, it looks better to me. Oh, to me. oh, you mean because he had back to back? Right. I mean, so, he had back to back, so it didn't really matter. But I'm just saying, like, don't you think it would have looked better to take Saquon in the first round? I don't know. Or Devontae Adams. Eh, okay. Maybe that's just in my head. So, yeah, Ungi took I Saquon. wonder how pissed he was he didn't get uh, Chubb. You know he was upset. You know he was upset. I think I he got, like, be- two or three Browns players, though. Okay. So then he he went Devontae, and then to start the second round, he went Saquon. Saquon. Right. So I guess we'll pause real quick. First round. There were a couple surprises, but all in all, I think pretty standard. I would I was not really surprised at anybody who was picked in the first round, maybe just the the order. But what what did you think? The only one that I wasn't sure on is Bijan. Really? I didn't know if someone was going to pull the trigger on him. I thought he was a sure everyone says he first is. round pick. Yeah. But yeah. Um could be a I'm, league. Dude, the the teams coming out of the, the second round, like Lucas, Mike, Tyler, and Ungi, the bottom four in the first round, who all got the top four picks in the second round, dude, their core of their team is good. Like they cleaned. the value they got up there was good. You know, Ungi gets Saquon with the first pick of the second round. Tyler gets Tony Pollard, second pick of the second round. That is such a good pick there. Stefan Diggs, number, he goes third in the second round to, to Mike. AJ Brown to Lucas, fourth. I mean, those are like, dude, those are arguably first round picks. Yep. I, I just have to say, would be. What you in, uh, in a lot of leagues, they would be if you know right. people really like that guy. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I think the steal of the draft is probably the uh, next pick, Blake's Garrett Wilson. Yep, fifth pick in the second round. Yeah, potentially. I just, again, it's just like the Bijan pick. Maybe not just like. I mean, he's a second year receiver, but I just feel like there's still a question mark. Like there's, he's super talented. Yeah. Last Blake's year, high with... risk, big upside here. That's, dude. I do not hate the strategy. No, do not hate it at all. Uh, let me see where'd we leave off. Blake Garrett Wilson at five, six pick of the second round. Ceedee Lamb went to Dylan. Damn. Then, uh, your boy Colin Josh Jacobs at seven. That's that's right where he is valued out. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Travis Etienne went eight to the pit possums. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown went next to Thomas at nine in the second round. 
I really was hoping Amon Ra fell to me. Some dude, Amon Ra, arguably first round pick. Yeah. Falling to nine, the, the ninth pick in the second round. That's crazy. Then I went and okay. I think I might have reached a little bit, but I got my boy Chris Olave. Like I said, I was excited to get him. I got him at 10 in the second round. I was really thinking about Jameer Gibbs, who went right after at 11 in the second round to Matt. And then to round out the the uh, second round, the Shoeys got Jonathan Taylor. Which, uh, you know, someone at that caliber, last Dude. pick in the second round, regardless of what's going on. If he didn't have a contract, the of the year. if he yeah. wasn't up in the air this offseason, he would probably be arguably a first-round pick. Yep. That could be a big steal. They might have issues to start the season, but we'll see. Right. So that rounds out the second round. I more was just shocked at like how good the second round looked. Like there was a, I, I know, like I get it. It's going to be a bunch of good players, but like, I felt like there was a lot of potential first round players picked in the second round. I just thought it was. Yep. A lot of value. And then I would classify round three as the uh, round of the quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe Matt taking Patrick Mahomes in the first round pulled up all the other quarterbacks. Yep. Because as soon as Shuey's first pick of the third round took Jalen Hurts, everyone else was like, okay, shit. If I, I better start thinking about quarterback. That was so, the moment. I Yeah. Yeah. Same. As soon the as third, he, I'm like, okay, yeah, Matt pick Mahomes. I'm I was like, hoping Hurts. Rolling. I was hoping Hurts would drop to me a couple picks later. As soon as he came off the board, I was like, oh, fuck. But then I realized, okay, it's Shuey, then Matt, who already has his quarterback, then me. So I was okay to get one of the top three. Matt got a steal, though, at that second pick in the third. Calvin Ridley. Yep. Matt picked Calvin Ridley's second pick of the third round. I don't know how I feel about it. I think I think Calvin Ridley's, yeah, he's got a potentially, he's got a high ceiling. But he hasn't played in like two years. I mean, who knows what he's really going to look like out there. Injury and suspension. You would think he's hungry. He's ready to come back. Yeah. I just, I really like their offense. I really like um, Trevor Lawrence, their quarterback. I just am not quite sold on Calvin Ridley, but we'll see. I mean, he could end up being really, really good. Yeah. Potential's there with that offense. Right. Big time. Right after Calvin Ridley, Josh Allen, I took him at the third pick of the third round. Thomas got Jalen Waddle at the fourth pick of the third round. Pitt Possum's got Debo Samuel next. Then Colin, you grab Lamar right after that. So yeah, three quarterbacks within the first and, and six if picks. It of the didn't third round. start like that. Once you picked Josh Allen, if you didn't do that, I would definitely not have picked right. the quarterback. Well, and it's like to me, it's like, okay, maybe I could wait and not pick Josh Allen. But, but those, are, those are some good uh, wide receiver steals in the third round. Jalen Waddle and Jaylen Debo. Waddell, Debo. Yeah. You got Lamar at six. Right after that, Joe Mixon went to Dylan at seven. DK Metcalf went to Blake at eight. I'm not sure I like that pick. Joe Burrow went to Lucas at nine. I think I like that pick. Yeah, and Luke really wanted him, so I'm happy. Yeah, I like Joe Burrow. I was... When I was mocking, I was trying to get him closer to the fourth and fifth round, but like I get it at this point. It's like, dude, you see literally three quarterbacks go in the third round. It's like, just take him. I mean, yep. just take him. Well, well it gets did. to the point where there's that like select number of quarterbacks. And if you can get one of them after they're already going after the top tier. Yeah. Uh, after Joe Burrow, his number two receiver, T. Higgins, goes off the board to Danger Zone Dixon at 10. Then Devonta Smith to Tyler at eleven, and then Keenan Allen to Ungi at twelve to wrap out to wrap up the third round. Yeah, still, I mean, still some studs. Yeah, there's big names there for sure. All right, now we're gonna go to the fourth round. It starts with Najee Harris to Ungi. I I remember seeing him like in person make this pick. And his face did not look good. 
Like he did not look happy about making this pick. God damn it. I need him, but he's a stealer. Is that what you mean? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. If I was him, I would have taken Ramondre Stevenson. Well, and then I'm shocked. A couple picks later. Yeah, but I'm shocked he didn't go uh, the next pick. That Tyler. Amari Cooper to Tyler. Tyler. See, Ungi was, I don't know. He must have needed a running back. Right, exactly. He must have needed running back there. But, uh, yeah, so sorry. Ungi, Najee Harris, first pick of the fourth round. Then Cooper, I'm sorry, Amari Cooper to Tyler. Ramondre Stevenson to Mike. Nice pick. Jerry Judy to to Lucas, fourth pick of the fourth round. That's tough. Aaron Jones went next to Blake, fifth pick of the fourth round. Good pick. Dalvin Cook, fourth round, sixth pick to Dylan. I think he could be a season winner. I think so, too. I think he even could have got him in the next round. Like, I was a little surprised he went, but I really think he could reach the value. He could exceed the value that Dylan's where Dylan's drafting right now. I think he could have went a little higher. I mean, he he has a little bit of a shoulder thing going on, but he's fine. Is he banged up a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I think that's a good pick for Dylan. Uh, Next. The seventh pick of the fourth round, Rashad White went to Colin. I like Great it. Great pick. Great pick, Colin. Uh, right after that, Kenneth Walker went to Pit Possums with the eighth pick. The ninth pick was James Connor went to Thomas. At the tenth pick of the fourth round, I picked Damian Pierce. Eh. <laughs> the eleventh pick of the fourth round. Uh, it's moving on. <laughs> Matt grabbed Christian Watson. I like that. Yep. And then to wrap up the fourth round, Shuey's got Mark Andrews. Great pick because we're going to see a high-powered offense out of Oh, Boston. Colin likes it because he's got Lamar. If you didn't have Lamar, what do you think about that pick? Fine. Okay. One of the best tight ends. Second best tight end for sure. Who do you think's first? Oh, yeah. Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm new. <laughs> uh, we won't do all of it, but I figure we can do maybe the fifth and sixth round. There's still good names. Yeah, I think we should. All right. To start round five, Shuey's selected Alexander Madison. Another <laughs> guy on the injury report. <laughs> I think we're noticing a trend here, Nick. A little bit of a trend. (laughs) Sorry, guys. But again, I don't hate the player. I love the player, actually. I think that's a sleeper. If I... Yeah. I do... I will have to say, James Cook went right after him. Matt took James Cook. Second pick of the fifth round. I probably would have took James Cook over Alexander Madison, but they're all right in the... He's right in the same area, you know? Yeah, that, that to me that's a coin flip. I yeah, mean, it's pretty much now that he's Madison's hurt, but yeah, coin flip. Sure, both sure. promising. Uh, right after James Cook, I picked Miles Sanders. Uh, with the fourth pick of the fifth round, Thomas took Chris Godwin. Fifth pick of the fifth round, Pit Possums took Justin Herbert. I like the pick. Yeah, oh yeah, I think fifth that was round. a great pick here. Colin, you picked DJ Moore right after that. I think that's a pretty nice pick. I have high hopes for Chicago and their offense this season. Uh, seventh pick of the fifth round, Dylan took Antonio Gibson. I think he had Gibson last year on his team and, and must have liked him. Uh, the eighth pick of the fifth round, Blake took Isaiah Pacheco. Lucas took Cam Akers, the ninth pick of the fifth round. Then Mike, I like this pick a lot. Mike got Justin Fields, the 10th pick of the fifth round. And just with the way quarterbacks were flying off the board, I think for him to grab him here was a nice move. Big time. And he might be a little – I'm surprised he didn't prioritize quarterback earlier. Mike? Yeah, Lamar. scarred last year. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he should be really pumped. That's a steal. Tyler got DeAndre Hopkins, the 11th pick of the fifth round. And Ungi got Deshaun Watson, the 12th pick of the fifth uh, round. 
I didn't yeah. realize that. Good for Ungi. Or Fudd. Uh, Shui was uh Shui did an over under on Ungi's Browns players, like how many he would have. I think he, they hit the over. <laughs> uh oh my god, the cat. Hang on one second. Sorry about that. Little cat interruption. No little problem. cat. Yep, little cat interruption. Uh cat got my tongue, if you will. <laughs> All right, round six, and this is the last one we're going to go through the whole way. Uh, Ungi started it off. TJ Hawkinson, first pick of the sixth round. He's uh, it, yeah. it's interesting. Like when if when we were drafting, looking at the projections, there were so many tight ends up there, and everyone's like, "Screw that!" I just think it's because they're so fucking inconsistent. Yeah. Like, that's, to me, what it is. And they just don't have as high of a ceiling. Like, if I'm going to have an inconsistent player, I want a player that can get me 20 fantasy points, not just, like, a high of 14 or something. Yep. And on on his best week, you know? I don't know. Uh, after that, J.K. Dobbins, a second pick of the sixth round, went to Tyler. Mike got Alvin Kamara, third pick of the sixth round. Could be a nice pick. Two. Oh, I, okay. I was going to bring that up. How many how many games is he missing? Four. I believe he's suspended. That's a great pick games. then. Yeah. Get and it's back. not like he's like, oh, it's not like he's injured. He's gonna be back after week four. He'll be like fresh. And he's oh, yeah. a veteran running back. So it's actually potentially Stuck. good for him to get the weeks off and the rest and stuff. I don't know. Could be a good pick. Javante Williams went to Lucas, the fourth pick of the sixth round. He's coming off that injury. We'll see what happens with him uh, in Denver. You uh, Were you thinking about drafting him, Colin? Or were you totally <laughs> scarred from last year? Well, I got his uh, – I got P. Ryan. Nice. I, that was a great pick, to be yeah. honest. So, I don't know. That's, I'm a little scarred from Denver. That was the Denver running back I wanted was P. Ryan, yeah. for sure. Uh, Brandon Ayuk went with the fifth pick of the sixth round to Blake. Tyler Lockett went next to Dylan. I like that pick a lot. Now we get to the interesting part, in my opinion. This I is think the, we're coming up on my genius pick. This is the right. reason that we went all the way down to round six, because we needed to touch on the Steelers wide receiver situation that me and you found ourselves in. Okay. So seventh pick of the sixth round, Colin takes George Pickens. Woo! The second year wide receiver or the Steelers electric. Uh, the eighth pick was Terry McLaurin to pit possums. The ninth pick, pick was Brees Hall to Thomas. That's, that's the same realm as the Javante Williams pick. It's scary. I don't know, but no. Brees Hall to no. Thomas ninth pick of the sixth round. 10th pick of the sixth round. I picked Deontay Johnson, who is Pittsburgh's other wide receiver. And so me and Colin found ourselves in a little head-to-head battle with the Pittsburgh wide receivers here. And I, th- I think it's very fitting. We are rivals. Oh, for sure year. fitting. If, yeah. If you had my pick, a couple picks up, would that have – who would you um, – That is a great question. I would have been debating between Deontay and Terry McLaurin. So not even considering Pickens. Probably not even considering Pickens. I just like, I think he's a super, super talented receiver. But from what I saw last year, like just the overall arcing like season, he just, it's like the targets, the difference in targets. Yeah, but he, he's new. I agree. Massive upside. Massive. Highlights. I mean, he Dude, could be a top dog. He's a freak athlete. He's, I agree. He's like one of the most athletic receivers in the league. And not only that, but he's a second-year wide receiver, which they're notorious for having huge breakout seasons, second-year wide receivers like this. And I just think as a whole, like Pittsburgh's offense is probably going to be a little bit better. Kenny Pickett's probably going to be a little bit better. I think that yep. just bodes well for the receivers. All that being said, if you just look at last season, Deontay Johnson, like he's able to earn 
or demand, whatever you want to say, targets. Right. Year after year, he gets his targets. And like the reason I think his value got tamped down this season is because he had no touchdowns last season, which but he which is shocking. I think it's just unlucky volume. Yeah. And I think highlights of him catching the ball, like right on the one yard line. Yeah. He got dragged down on the one, like one or two times. There's Uh, a lot of reports. He's bouncing back. Well, it's just, I think statistically you're looking at, they call it positive regression. Just statistically. Like if you catch, if you get targeted and I don't have this, the numbers in front of me, but if you get the number of targets that Deontay Johnson gets in the NFL, statistically, you're going to have like, you know, even with a bad season, you're going to have like three touchdowns or four touchdowns just statistically. And so if he gets the same number of targets as he did last year and the same around the same number of catches, statistically, he's going to have more touchdowns than he did last season. That's just that's why I was well, more higher would, on him than Pickens. I would definitely assume so. He's not like a massive volume guy, but he's talented i mean he's getting probably what five targets i don't know i don't know the 10 yeah see then i'm talking and i don't have the numbers so it's like i don't really get 10 i just think he's right he's more like the volume guy and pickens is like stretch the field big play throw it to me in the end zone like that type of receiver yeah it's very much like the dk and the tyler lockett situation in seattle i think okay and like dude yeah, actually, I just pulled it up. He gets targets. He gets you, a lot of targets. I just think, like, I was – I'm not – I don't think it was a bad pick, like, taking Pickens where you took him. I was just surprised that Johnson didn't come off the board first. That's why I just even was, like, noticed it as a thing. And then just well, the I fact that it. we got them within four yeah. picks of each other in the same round and we're rivals, it's like, this is perfect. Couldn't have played out any better. So – we should side bet that. Okay. Hopefully. We're going to have to write down these side bets. Yep. Uh, right after G- Deontay Johnson, 11th pick of the sixth round, David Montgomery went to Matt. I like the pick. I love it. And then to round yeah. out the sixth round, 12th pick, Jackson Smith Ninjigba went to Shoeys. Are you kidding? He has, they have, the Shoeys have like four players that in the first like six rounds that we talked about on the injury report that is insane and see that's one of the things if imagine how different the draft would be if right. i mean four people well i'm not saying yeah exactly i'm not saying like okay you see smith and J- smith and jigba gets hurt although he's gonna miss a few games like guaranteed but it's like okay you see him get hurt i'm not saying he's gonna drop a whole round you know, based on these injuries, but if you're, if you're flipping a coin between one player and the other, and you see one of them's got a Q next to their name, it's an obvious, you know, deal breaker yep. there. In my opinion, I, I think it's I'm an a, easy way to make the choice. My first round pick. Cooper yeah. Cup. Right. Yeah. You were saying that. Okay. So we got through the first six rounds. There are 15 rounds in the draft. We're not going to go through all of them comprehensively like that. But uh, we are going to pick out a couple players from these later rounds that we we both like, just as like players or maybe just where they fell to or whatever to highlight. Do you have anyone in the seventh round? Round seven, we're talking about highlights, or just I, any reason anybody that's good old try. last good old? the good old Fudrucker. Ungi. Fudrucker Ungi shit. Yeah. Michael Thomas. Yeah. I think it's maybe a little bit of a reach up in the seventh round for Michael Thomas. I noticed that too. Could be a great pick, but could just be a bit of a reach. I don't know. I mean, looking at the guys behind him, I guess I can understand him taking him there, but that struck me too. Uh, th- let me see. I think that was one of the interesting picks. I think a good possibly steal, depending on health, is going to be Tua. Okay. Dylan, Dylan got him. Dylan took two in the seventh round. 
seventh pick of the seventh round. Yeah, that could be good. I mean, last year when Tua was healthy and he played, he was like a top five quarterback. So I mean, he's got like two of the fastest receivers in the league. Weapons. Yeah, big time weapons. There were also, sorry, this is just because we talk about the Dolphins. There's a rumor that Jonathan Taylor, the Dolphins are trying to sign him. Wow. That would be crazy. They would be so good. Like their offense would be incredible. Is there anyone else involved? I don't know. I just heard that Jonathan Taylor was getting looked at by, and they were like a team that made sense. Um, I don't like my ninth round pick, Rashad Penny. I wish I didn't take him there. Bring that up. Why? What? What's your thought on that? I don't I- know. I just, I think there were other names that went after that I should have just grabbed. I think I was just like searching for a running back and just took the top, took like the top ranked guy on the app, basically. But that's just a personal thing. You got you got him in the seventh round? Ninth round. Ninth round. Ungi took the Browns defense in the ninth round. That's pretty crazy. Uh, uh I I have a steel pick. Okay. Let's hear it. Blake Zay Flowers. Oh yeah, ninth round. Yeah, that could be a good one. I was I was looking at these receivers like Gabe Davis, Zay Flowers, Juju, and then skip a couple. And there's like Quentin Johnston, Nico Collins, DJ Chark. All those guys are interesting down here. But I agree. Zay Flowers, especially because you got Lamar. You're thinking he's gonna be really good. But like Gabe Davis down here, the number two receiver on the Buffalo Bills, and he's getting picked in the ninth round. Like that well, could be massive value. I mean, we've we both messed with both experience last season. Yeah. Trade. It was the notorious trade from last season. I know. It's just it's just interesting that he drops that low. You know? Yeah. I mean the the upside's there. Yeah. Uh, Blake got Kirk Cousins in the twelfth round. I know it's it's like uh, Kirk Cousins, whatever. But he was is projected like big time points in our league, and I just think at some point in the season we might be looking at that like, can you believe he got him in the twelfth round? I don't know. Right, because what's the difference there between like someone like Lamar? Who I got way earlier, a couple points. They're different styles, but yeah. And you could argue that Kirk Cousins is maybe safer than Lamar, like because like a fifty point then ten pointer. Right, right. All right, I'm getting down to the last couple. I'm noticing you selected Kadarius Tony in the fifth, the fifteenth round. I mean, that's just kind of a risk because you don't know, but. I think their offense is high powered and there's not many, there's no one that's really standing out receiver wise. Dude. I just think there's nobody that really moves like Kadarius Tony when he's healthy. Yep. So even if you get one or two games out of him, you're probably going to get like, you know, 20 points a game from him. It's like, I might as well just hold him till he plays and let him play. And then when he's hurt again, drop him. He, I was looking like right when I was drafting him, I was looking at his last season and it's like, Oh, three games uh, out for four. Another yeah. two. But when he plays, um, he's amazing. He scores touchdowns. He's crazy. Plus he's in like, yeah, the best offense in the league. Another player that went in the, in the 15th round. Well, there's two down here. Deuce Vaughn, Thomas Scott, Dallas's backup running back. He's like five, six. He's tiny. I love it. Oh, I've I've seen those uh, training camp videos. They yeah, pads on their head. He he's looks like a midget out there. He's a t- he's tiny. I like it. And, and then Donovan Peoples Jones. I'm surprised Ungi didn't get him. Pit Possums picked up Donovan Peoples Jones, 15th round. 
I just saw something today uh, with the Jerry Judy injury today. Mm-hmm. There are rumors that the Brownies are potentially shopping Peoples Jones to Denver. For who? Probably just picks. Not like player for player, probably just picks. But talk about, okay, if Peoples Jones goes to Denver and is competing with Cortland Sutton to be the number one receiver there, or even the number two, if Russell Wilson comes back to life a little bit this season, Peoples Jones in the 15th round could be crazy value. Yeah. Den- Denver's offense is going to be way better. That that could that would be a huge benefit, I think, if he goes. What do you think? I yeah, especially with the injury, I think for sure. Yep. I I also really like uh Sean Payton, their head coach in Denver. I think he's good. I think just having him there is going to just boost their whole offense like a couple steps. You can't be worse than last year. Their offense was atrocious last year. Yeah. So and all that all being said, big on him. Right, exactly. So, we thought Denver was going to be fucking good it, last year. The highest powered, biggest scoring offense. It's crazy how it turned out. Yeah, there's a lot of like handcuffs and, and things that go in the later rounds. And a lot of them are like names that I really like and would like to look at. You just can't hold all of them. Like, but I think. The late rounds are where the uh, season is won, because Potentially. everyone have an injury. Sure. Oh yeah, injuries are going to happen. It's like you look at the rosters now, and I'm doing the same thing. I mean, we already talked about me making moves for basically no reason at this point, but it's like these guys at the bottom of the roster down on your bench. Like at some point, you got to just understand they're not helping you. Right? They're not meant to be helping you right now they're meant to help you later in the season right now well in theory you would never even want to play a bench player you got your starter right Right. i mean maybe there's probably like one or two guys that are interchanged in the flex yeah yeah well their handcuffs are just high upside right i did see uh you mentioned moves I saw you picked up Tank. Yeah, I picked up Tank Bigsby. I dropped Ezekiel Elliott for him. And Zeke was, I drafted Zeke in the 13th round, which was basically my last round because I just went kicker defense in the 14th and 15th. And I was actually debating taking Tank in the 13th. Like, and again, it's all these guys are just, who knows? You're just throwing darts down here. But yeah. it's good to do. But anyways, yeah, I, I I hit the button. I made the move. I dropped Zeke, picked up Tank, and it's going to literally affect nothing probably for like eight weeks. Yeah. There's a great chance I drop Tank at some point. It just is what it is. The way I look at it is one of my six bench spots is just like, like we have flex spots in the starting lineup. I, I view one of my bench spots as like a flex. It's just droppable. He's my lowest player at any point. He's the guy I'm going to cut. It just is what it is. So, yeah, I've been making a couple moves. I dropped my defense like the day after the draft or two days after the draft when waivers cleared. I dropped my defense, picked up Murray, Kyler Murray, who is currently labeled as out. I shoved him down on my IR and I picked up the Ravens defense. What'd you say? A veteran move. Better. Because I was trying to figure. Yeah. So you picked him up and then slid him into IR, which then allowed you to pick up. Then you can someone. Right. Yeah. So you can only have 15 guys on your roster, but once you have somebody on your roster, you can put them in IR and then it allows you to pick up another player to like, put on your active roster. So yeah, that's what I did. Um and yeah, you you were saying how I have so many players on my roster. Well, I dropped my kicker and picked up who did I pick? Romeo Dobbs. 
and it's which just is like, a, so you you're basically holding out you're going to drop someone because you don't even have a single kicker right no i don't have a kicker on my roster right now basically like okay this might i don't it might be not make sense but like at any point i just drop my kicker it's like whatever if i can't get tyler bass back it is what it is but what i'm doing is i'm holding these late round guys essentially to see if they happen to hit in these last couple of weeks like you know if something happens like with jerry judy to, to christian watson then this romeo dobbs pickup and him being stored on my bench it does it means i don't have to scramble on waivers it means i don't have to you know try to beat people out to pick him up he's on my bench and hey, if it come if it's week one, and all the reports are Christian Watson is the number one, he's super healthy, and Dobbs is fighting it out to try to even make number two over the other guy you picked up. Jaden Reed, hey, Jalen Reed. Then hey, I'll drop him, and it just is like nothing happened, and pick my. I, I think that's smart, uh, especially since we drafted so early. That's the only reason because we drafted so early. So you're adjusting smart yeah it's i especially with the new thing that shows everybody like when you make a move it looks like i'm doing a ton of stuff but like really it's just like i don't know uh who else made moves lucas and mike and tyler let me see if i can pull it up yeah i did see uh luke picked up raheem mostert who was a he was projected like some pretty high points for running back down there on waivers. Yep. He he dropped the uh Matt Breida guy for the Giants. Matt dropped Michael Gallup for Roshan Johnson. I think that's a pretty good pickup. Yeah. Lucas dropped Paris Campbell for Matt Collins. I think that's pretty equal. Um, Mike dropped Tutu Atwell, flat out dropped him. <laughs> so they must have been uh, having issues in the locker room. Oh yeah, Tutu I mean, tough and notoriously tough in the locker room. Out of here. Tyler added Washington's defense. Dropped Dalton Kincaid, the rookie tight end for the Bills, who could be having a big season potentially. Yeah, well, he's on all the sleeper list for like tight ends. But Tyler also dropped the Carolina Panthers defense. Great wow. up. Values don't align. Yeah, I guess not. So do they have open bench spots? Tyler must have one open bench spot now. I wonder if he's uh waiting on some sort of waiver. When's uh, that go- yeah, like when I when you drop somebody, they go on waivers for one term, which is like a 24 hour period, I think. Okay. Or no more than 48 hours. I guess it depends like how what time of the day they get dropped. But it's one waiver cycle. And then okay. they're free to be picked up and dropped without using waivers after that. Uh, a couple more notes quick after those roster moves. We got some name changes. And I just want to shout them out real quick because we were talking about it the other day. I uh, changed my name to Nick Roger Goodell Humphreys, quote unquote, Roger Goodell Humphreys. Colin, you, you inspired me for that one. Uh, Matt changed his team name to Cooking with Mahomes. So he's definitely uh, <laughs> obviously he he likes uh his cooks, he likes whatever cook brother he has on his team, and then Patrick Mahomes obviously. Let's see, Mike changed his name to Danger Zone Dixon. I think that's a good one. Tyler. Tyler changed his name to Toys R Us Triner. I'm assuming that's uh it's funnier when you hear him say it, probably. You know, that way. Well then, we had that conversation about extinct uh businesses or Oh right, I forgot about that. Why the next name change probably happened. I guess that does make sense why Ungi is Fudrecker Fudrucker Unger Chick. <laughs> that's a good one. It'll Fudruckers. Oh, right, because we were talking about Mike should be Mike Discovery Zone Dixon, <laughs> which is a, that's a sweet name. Anyway, shout out to those who changed their names. 
We love it. Something. I just haven't. Keep them coming. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've also been trying to do a creative name based off of some players that I have, but it's not feeling anything good. Not yet. It's early, Nick. We got till uh, what? September 7th, I believe. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, September 7th, 8.20 p.m. Lions at Chiefs. And the season will begin. Let's rock. I can't wait. It's exciting. Me either. I can't wait either. Uh, that's pretty much all I got. It was yeah. a big, fully packed episode today. Exciting. I'm just, I, I mean, we probably talked about it a thousand times, but it's nice to open your phone and click <laughs> fantasy app. That's yeah. probably dude. Like you said, you're just bored. I literally, <laughs> I just, yeah. Like, obviously, you know, like you said, I'm not fully satisfied with my team. Even if I was excited, I wouldn't be fully satisfied. And it's like too much time between now and the season. And I'm just like, I just, you know, what's it called? Like restless leg syndrome. I just can't stop clicking on my fantasy team. Nick, yeah, you haven't slept in weeks. (laughs) Or not weeks, since the draft. I haven't slept in days. All I do is stare at my fantasy roster. All right. Anything else, Colin? Is that it? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Season's coming up. House cleaning. We got to get Jordan on the pod. We got to get Corey on the pod. So my, I'm aiming for next week to do to have one of them on. Jordan, God bless him, said he'd fly up from Florida to come on the podcast. And I had to tell him, we just do it via Zoom. To me, that means he thinks that uh, we sound very good and professional, but he thinks we're doing it in person. Yeah, you got to know. Yeah, with the spotty Wi-Fi, Nick. Spotty Wi-Fi, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was sweet. <sighs> Anyways, all right. Everybody, thank you for joining us. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. And until next time, peace. Peace. I'll bring the beers. I'll bring the beers.